Let's come to the Lord and pray together. Father Lord, we commit this time to your hand, Lord. May you speak to us through your servant now. Lord, may your word be proclaimed clearly, boldly, so that for those who hear and speak, we can benefit and grow mature in you. So Father, we commit this time to your hand. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brother and sister in Christ, okay. what can you see in this picture? What can you see? Can you see police? Can you see few cars? And the road is so clear. <laughs> I think everyone knows when we see this picture, and as we know, this 22nd of July is Sarawak Day. And we know normally when we will see this situation. Uh, it's when someone is coming. Uh, someone we call VIP. Very important person. Uh, so during my childhood age, actually I have this dream that one day if I can be someone very important, this VIP, uh, someone, a uh, police in front of me, help me to clear the road, Wow, how nice it is. No need to start in the traffic jam. Go anywhere, warm leg one. <laughs> and you have a car park for you. Wow, how great is yeah. Are there anyone here have sang dream like me at childhood age? Uh. So brothers and sisters, how about in the church? Yeah. How about in the church? In your opinion, who is the most important persons or people to our church? Who is the most important person to our church? I'll give you some session. Firstly, someone say, oh, if you want to say someone who is the most important person, that must be our possible thing, as you see, our pastor in charge, Reverend Jabez. Ah, what do you think? The second answer. Oh, no, 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 no pastoral thing. But the church leaders, like our lay leader system meeting, our chairman, uh, brother David, and others, leaders, they are the most important person because they mad decision. They organize event. And others, the third, the third answer is the serving team. Wow. As we go after these few years, we can see that we have added on some service team. Like every crew, we have also some serving team who is uh, assisting like our worship team, our usher team, then someone say, if without them, how can the service be conducted fluently? If without them, how can we have this online worship service? So they are the most important person. And some say, no, 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 no. Congregation. 
is the most important person in the church. If not, the church only has one pastor, few person who lead the worship, no people downstairs. Can you imagine the situation? So they say, congregation is the most important element. And as uh, a unique in our Trinity Church, we have three congregations. So for these four answers, which one is your answer? Who is the most important person to our church? Ah. What is your answer? I believe some of us know the answer already because this is the title of my sermon test today. The answer is none of us because we are equally important. We are equally important. Why I say so? So this morning I would like to share with you three points. The first point from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2. From there, we know that we are saints. Wow. Later I will describe more on this. And the second point is, we are priests. And the third point is, all ministries are equally important. So let's take a look on the first point. We are saints. Wow. Are you there to call yourself saint? Uh, we don't dare. Why? If we see according to the, this dictionary, www.dictionary.com, the definition of this world view, I will show you three, uh, these first three definitions. The first definition is, is, is saying, any of certain persons of exceptional holiness of life formally recognized as such by the Christian church, especially by canonization. And the second definition they say, a person of great holiness, virtue, or beneath violence. And the third, it says, a founder or sponsor or patron as of a movement or organization. So brothers and sisters, if according to these three definitions, by these three definitions, do we qualify? Anyone of us here qualify to be called a saint? Just like the song we sing just now. All the saints and angels. Are we qualified? If according to this worldview by this www.dictionary, maybe we often think of like Mother Teresa, Saint Paul, Saint Peter. Oh, they are the person that we call saint. But how about the point of view in the Bible? Let's take a look on these few verses. By the way, God's word, this word, saints, comes from the Greek word, hagios, which means to God, holy, pious, which have same meaning as the dictionary. And then, in God's word, this saint, Use 60 times, only in New Testament, or use 60 times in the New Testament. You can refer to all these verses. And 
Whenever the, the Bible says about these saints, it normally always refers in plural. As a group, it is never in singular. So, brothers and sisters, let's take a look on this First Corinthians verse one. Oh, sorry, First Corinthians chapter one verse two. What does it say? Here, I'm showing you two version. Let's just now our sister meeting have read for us the New International Version. I'd like to invite you all to read the New King James Version together. Okay, one, two, three. To the Church of God, which is hello. Can you see? Okay, huh? okay, one more time. To the church of God, which is a calling, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints with all who in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both theirs and ours. As a comparison. So, brothers and sisters, according to the Bible, is it we need to have some qualification to be called as sent from this verse. What have you seen? So from this verse, we, can, we notice that saints are those who are called, who are set apart, which means by calling, not by performance or qualification. So brothers and sisters, I would like to repeat again. Saints are those who are called out or set apart by calling, not by qualification or performance. That's why we are saints by calling. Since when? The question, since when? And can you, you see in the verse, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus. Means what? Means when we believe in Jesus Christ, we accept Him as our personal Savior, we have already been called to be saints. We have already been called to be saints. Not by qualification. And the second point in this verse I want to share is not limited to any places, and you see, with all who in every place or in uh, NIV version, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Means what? Means it's every place who call Jesus, who accept Jesus Christ, then we have been called to be his holy people are called to be saints by because of His grace, of His sacrificial love, not because of our performance, our qualification, no. All because of love, because of grace. By the way, when we call ourselves as saints, what, what do you feel? We try about it. Please talk to each other, say to each other, speak to each other. We are saints in one voice together. Talk to each other. We are saints. How do you feel? How do you feel? Wow. 
I am sad. How holy it is. How what glory it is. I can be called as sin. Not because of our qualification, not because of our performance, but then it's just, it's because of God, because of Jesus. And here I want to show you the demographic of Sarawak. And this is the latest I can get from the internet Wikipedia. At the year of 2020, in Sarawak, we have 2.45 million of people. And in this 2.45 million of people, you can see about 45% are Ibans. Brothers and sisters, today is the Indigenous Mission Sunday. And that's why you see I'm way like this. Uh, to show that this is an Indigenous Mission Sunday. And brothers and sisters, we call to be saints not only for us, for our indigenous people, for those who call on Jesus' name, for those who believe in Jesus Christ, <coughs> we are called to be saints. That's why we need to know more about them. And we need to know this truth. There's about 45% saints around us are Ibans. The largest ethnic group in Sawa. And how much do you know about them? Have you ever talked to them? Have you ever go to their longhouse? Have you ever tried to know more? Or involve yourself in all this ministry? Indigenous ministry? And for the video we have saw just now, before the service and after the service, we will play it again. We know that it's something that we do because Sawa became a target. The last, we can say, stat that Christians are majority. Brothers and sisters, we cannot ignore about this truth. If we still do not care about them, we still like oh, stay in our comfort zone. One day, we may not have this freedom to worship so freely, so convenient here. And that is why I want to give a compliment to our church, our Trinity, because we have a lot of ministry like our food bank, our TLC, and we have this BM ministry 20 years ago have been set up to reach out to them. But brothers and sisters, there is still not enough. I'm not saying that we need to go travel into their longhouse, but for information, a lot of them travel up, come into the city among us. If you go, have ever go to Gamboku, there you know. There's so many, not only there, as a Jingar, as in the industry, there's a lot of indigenous people. Have you ever talked to them? Know more about them? Give them a smile and share the good news with them. Brothers and sisters, we and them 
are saints by calling. And one day, when we in heaven, we will meet each other. We are brothers and sisters. We won't be bounded by language anymore. So, brothers and sisters, due to the reason that today is the indigenous, indigenous people, indigenous mission Sunday, I wish you all to know more and be touched by Holy Spirit that this as a mission in your heart and in coaching, especially for KWD coaching West District, uh, we will have this mission or target, especially in this Samarian land. I wish you all to pray for it. And if we can organize short-term mission trip over there to have this, uh, to help them maybe like setting up this uh, learning care, learning program, or anything that we can do to reach out to them, the largest group in our stand. Okay, this is the first point. We are sent. The second point, we are equally important because we are priests. And normally we know about priests is from Old Testament. So what do Old Testament priests do? Ah, here I want to show you two functions of priests. Firstly, they represent God to the people, communicate God's word or convey God's message to the people. And the second, they represent the people to God, sacrifice for their sins. Because in the ancient time, in the Old Testament, people could not come directly before the Holy God because of their sins. That's why in the book, <coughs> in Leviticus, the so-called Day of Atonement. This in Old Testament. How about in New Testament? Are there a difference? So here, I have to say, we are priests because of Jesus Christ. And from these three verses, I want to give you a proof why we call ourselves a priest. From 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5, together, you, also like living stone, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. This is a verse, verse and the second, verse 9, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you up of darkness into his wonderful light. And the last verse from Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. And has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father to him be glory and power forever and ever. So here in New Testament, we are holy priests. They are able to minister to one another in the same two ways, just like the Old Testament. The firstly is to offer spiritual sacrifice to God. We can pray to God directly because of Jesus Christ. Because of His sacrificial love, we can directly pray to God. 
And then, secondly, as a priest, the function of a priest is to declare the presence of Him. In other words, we need to declare, we need to preach the gospel to one another. As you see in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22 to 25, I would like to invite you all to read it together. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving our meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and the more as you see the day approaching. The more as you see the day approaching. So brothers and sisters, as priests, we are to minister to one another. Uh, that's just like what had been written in verse 24. To spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, uh, as you see, but encouraging one another. That is why we are here. We are not here to fight against each other, no. We are here to minister to another, to encourage one another, to love God more, to love each other more, to go out for our comfort zone. Especially during these two to three years of pandemic. When we cannot come to the church, where do we go? We stay at home. We worship at home. And every home became a small church. And here, when I say we are priests, not only pastors, but each one of us, especially parents, we are priests to our children, especially as a father, as a husband. We are priests. We need to disciple our children. As you can see, there are many young generations lost. Why are there so many churches in Europe, in Western countries being sold out? Because so many young generations, God, go astray. How many youth here are still focusing, listen to a sermon now? Are you playing with a handphone? This is something as a parents we need to teach them at home, not in the church. That's why we keep on focusing on family altar, family worship, not only for parents, for those single as well. Together with a family, we need to build up this altar to worship God because we are priests. We are not consumers, brothers and sisters. When we come to a church, we are God's children. We came here to learn God's word, came here to encourage each other. We came here to hear God's word and go back, apply it in our home. We are not coming here to hear a concert, to hear a sermon, no. We are here to encourage each other. We are here to minister to each other. So brothers and sisters, no one is more important to others 
we are equally important. That is why as pastors, we need support from the church leaders together to serve. And brothers and sisters, when we believe God, believe in Jesus, we are called to be saints, we are called to be priests, to minister to one another. Especially when we come to the third point. All ministries are equally important. And you can see from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 5 to 7, there are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. It's for you, for me, for everyone. It's for common good. So there's no comparison. There's only difference. And it's for God's glory. And many times they use this for verse Acts chapter 1 to 4 to say, that, oh, become pastor is more important than other ministry. Is it the message that want to be proclaimed in this office, four verses? I would like to invite you all to read it together in these four verses, together. Now, in those days, when the numbers of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, it is not desirable that we should live the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brothers, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. So, brothers and sisters, when we first read these verses, we may have a, what, a mindset that, oh, the ministry of Word and prayer seems as more important than what? Social concern than other ministry. Do you have this feeling? What do you think? So, brothers and sisters, that is why we need to do a little bit study to see what is the real message that from here we can get. So when we actually go and study deep down, we can see that all these three words, distribution, serve, ministry, they all come from the same Greek root word. That is diakonia. Diakonia or ministry. So, brothers and sisters, actually, when they say about the food distribution, food distribution, serve table, or the ministry of word, they're actually the same. And here, one of the most influential preachers, 
whose name is John McOtter, he said, the basic idea in both words always have to do with humble, submissive, personal service, not simply with an office or a particular function. So, brothers and sisters, from these four verses, didn't show us that a comparison, no. It only shows us that there is difference between gift and ministry. And all of them are important. That's why I say all the ministries are equally important. But some gifts, spiritual gifts, are different. Just like what I've been saying, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12, he say, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So, brothers and sisters, can you see the difference? I use the board and underline to show God gave or call some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for what purpose? It's God called them to work uh, for the word of ministry, called them for the edifying of the body of Christ? Yes or no? Yes, sir. What do, you, what do you think? Uh, you can see what I have highlighted. God called all these people up to for the equipping of the saints. Saints means all of us. For what? For the work of ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Can you see the difference? That's why, as a pastor, not only pastor, brothers and sisters, for the teachers, evangelists, we have a task that is to equipping the saints, that is the congregation, for the word of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And from verse 16, we can see that from whom the whole body join and link together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share and causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So brothers and sisters, there is a purpose why we have perfect, why we have so many costs like disciples like freedom in Christ. All this is for us to add, to equip brothers and sisters for the world of ministry to grow mature, just like our vision toward maturity in Christ. I'm not saying that as a pastors, we cannot involve ourselves like uh, visitation, like food bank, like other ministry, like ushering. No. But here, we have another priority. There's something that others cannot do, 
But we as pastors, we need to invest our time to preach, to have the vision, to do something the other cannot do. And that's why we need brothers and sisters. We need to figure out what is our spiritual gift. And can you see the needs? Maybe like the musician, the usher team, the everything, the sound man. We need members, brothers and sisters. We need the children of God to stand up to voice out that I want to take part in all this ministry. But somehow, brothers and sisters, we can also commit in the ministry of prayer, ministry of what? Others in the church, uh, outside the church also, and also in the family, as a housewife. It's also a ministry to our children, to our family. So, brothers and sisters, just like what I've been saying in this verse, there are different kinds of service. And all this service is given for the common good. It's for you and for me, so that we can grow, so that the church, so that we can be the bridge among the indigenous people and God, and also our relatives, our friends, our colleagues, our young generation. Brothers and sisters, that is why I'm saying we are equally important. And as a conclusion, brothers and sisters, as a conclusion, we are equally important because of what? Let us bring it together. First, because we are saints. Broadly, but boldly together. Because of what? We are saints. And because of what? We are priests and all ministry are equally important. Let's come to the Lord in prayer. Father God, as we draw near to you, Lord, as we listen to your word, Lord, help us to come to you humbly, offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. Lord, no matter who we are, no matter which ethnic we are, you love us. That's why you sacrifice your begotten, your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, on the cross for our salvation. Lord, we give thanks for that. And we pray that as we call to be the saints, as we call to be the priests, Lord, Help us to minister to each other, to encourage each other, to love each other, and to bring, come, to become the bridge between you and our friends, our colleagues, our indigenous friends as well. Lord, we give thanks for your love and your words this morning. May this word be rooted in our heart and be applied in our daily life. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.